Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Today's episode is brought to you by the Athena Wellness Academy, your resource for wholehearted living. The Academy's featured offering is an online course called From Type A to Type B, How to Mindfully Descend the Corporate Ladder and Invite What's Next. This course is perfect for you if you're contemplating or navigating a professional transition, and it's available as a self-study or with a small cohort of students facilitated by me, Kathy Robinson. To learn more, I invite you to go to athenawellnessacademy.teachable.com or click on the link in the show notes. Hello and welcome. Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today I'm joined once again by Tom Glazer, psychologist and author of Full Heart Living, Conversations with the Happiest People I Know. During this discussion, Tom shares some insights on how happy people handle adversity and navigate through difficult times. And now on to the show. I hope you find this conversation helpful. Once again, I'm joined by coach and psychologist Tom Glazer, who is the author of Full Heart Living. Welcome back, Tom. Thanks, Kathy. Good to be here. I'd love to get your your take on how happy people handle difficult situations. In particular, I'm thinking about you know just these last two years between the pandemic and our social, political, and economic upheaval that we've been experiencing. From your perspective, how do happy people handle these times? Such times we have been through. Yeah. So here's the thing. Happier people, um, and I'll back up for one second. This is why I titled the book as I did, Full Heart Living. Happier people live with their whole heart. Our hearts are not happy all the time. That's just not part of the human experience on this plane. So happier people don't suppress or avoid harder times or harder emotions. They embrace them. They go with it. So, yeah, I've had moments of despondency just uh, two weeks ago before Memorial Day weekend. I was feeling pretty darn blue and not so sure we were going to pull ourselves out of all this stuff we got going on in our world right now. So it's noticing, oh, this is coming up. Hopelessness. I'm at the edge of hopelessness. I'm really sad knowing that that's true, not suppressing it, not avoiding it, speaking my truth, finding people I can admit that to who will support me, who will understand, who won't say things like, you wrote a book on happiness. How could you say that? Or you're a psychologist. You know, how could you, shouldn't psychologists have skills, you know, you know, people get into that judgment crap. No, no, no. I'm looking for safe people who, are, who know I'm just a human being first, <laughs> who also has have lots of skills who can be there for me. 
and say, I'm with you, Tom. I feel the same things. And ultimately, it's through that acknowledgement, right, that I'm able to allow such feelings to eventually kind of metabolize in my system and my nervous system to calm down. And I know it's going to pass. And then I can begin to look at, hey, what do I want to do given all this? Do I have power? Because that, because that's part, a lot of what we're experiencing is feeling like we don't have power over these huge things. And, and a lot of them we don't, but that doesn't mean we're totally powerless. So just, to, and I'm not perfect at all. I don't mean to imply that, but just to use myself as an example here. So I wrote a blog post about what was going on for me and my update uh, two years out from the George Floyd murder, for instance, which happened right here in my hometown of, of Minneapolis. Um, I got together with a bunch of my meditation friends and we did a ritual together and meditated together. And then I hung out with family members who I hadn't seen in a while and my mood lifted and I started to determine other things that I want to do. So it's embracing the truth of what's coming up, allowing it to be there, allowing it to pass, and then figuring out what's next. Mm. I love that. It's almost like a recipe to be able to shift some of this stuff in the acknowledgement, but the identifying what is one small step that I can take. It's in the action, it feels like. It's two things. One, it's not bottling it up. Right and letting it out and letting, I love you use the word metabolize. I think that's perfect, right? Of just letting your body absorb all of this, of trying to work through that, but then what do I do with it? And I think sometimes that's where we can get caught up in staying more in the head and in the emotion versus how do I physically start to do something, whatever that might be, even if it's typing a blog post with your fingers, that's still action that you're taking. And I, I just, I love that. I think about people who are getting kind of like the double whammy, like they may, they may be in a situation that we were both in of like, this might not be my ideal situation or, you know, wherever they may find themselves. And then there's this additional pressure coming in externally. I equate it with deep sea diving where you feel the pressure of the, you know, of that water. If it's just that feeling, how do you start to break that down so you can begin to metabolize it. You know, I feel like it really go, comes back to being with someone you care about and trust and taking the risk to acknowledge the truth of what's going on and being met by them, being heard. Well, first of all, the act of speaking the truth by naming it out loud, because we can get so, it can be so different in our mind and we can really get into looping in our minds and thinking it in the same way over and over and over again. When I go through the act of saying it out loud and I have to explain it so someone else can understand it, it helps my brain shift my own relationship to that situation. And then to have them, you know, be there for me, repeat back what they've heard, you know, be loving kind and compassionate and, and help me come up with some alternatives, then, then I have hope and, 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 and I've connected with another soul. Because mm-hmm. again, when we're in that state, like you were talking about, and I love that metaphor, deep sea diving, where there's all that pressure, that's a very lonely experience. 
And uh, as I said earlier, we are social beings. We must have contact with other people. So when we can get in there and say our truth with another person and have them still love us, magic happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One other last quick question. How might somebody who isn't used to having these types of conversations initiate that? Start small. I would say, and be transparent. Hey, I got something going on and give them the the option to opt in. Would you be willing to talk about this? It's a little deeper. Acknowledge this is, this is a little deeper than maybe we've talked about in a long time or ever. And ask your friend or your family member, would you be willing to sit down with me over coffee for 10, 15 minutes and just talk about this thing? Almost always they're going to say yes, right? Because then, then now they're curious, right? <laughs> oh, what's going on? <laughs> I want to know. This sounds tease, juicy. Right? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, but I, and I also think that's very generous to be able to give them the ability to say, like, do you have the capacity exactly. for this right now? And if they're overwhelmed, they, they can say no. And sometimes people are, yeah. And let them and find someone else. Yeah. Don't, don't give up. If the first person says, I I got too much going on with my own family, for instance. Right. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, once again, Tom, I can't thank you enough. I'll link up everything in the show notes. And thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot, and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well.